No. So does that mean I have to pay for it when the house gets taken out by a tornado? Put ice in the water? Conversations. Today we're going to be talking about the president, the coronavirus, and more. Sweet. So, first off, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. He has the virus. Uh, how do you think this is going to affect him? I'm, I'm kind of... I think it will probably hurt his campaign since he's been so negative about the virus. In what ways? Well, I th- I mean, not not believing how uh, detrimental it is to your health, you know, and uh, not believing wearing a mask is going to help anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, so in that aspect, it kind of takes away some of the credibility that he's had about the virus. Um, he beat it pretty fast. You know, he's back at the White House in three days, back to work, you know, five days or whatever it's been. Uh, that's pretty quick for a 70-year-old man or person, period. Yeah. I don't know if he's completely over the virus, but, uh, yeah, it's been it's been crazy that everything that's gone on in the past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, him, I did. I do think this will hurt his campaign, campaign, and that's why I think he rushed back to try to like act like there was nothing wrong. Like, oh, it was nothing. I got over that so easily, which I don't know if he did. I don't, I don't know how he's actually doing. White House says that he's fine, but I don't know if I believe uh, the White House doctors, one hundred percent. Yeah, there's been fifteen. I, or nineteen uh, staff infected. Yeah, I think it was. Tw- I think it was nineteen or something like that. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah, there's been a lot of people infected. that were close to the president and close to uh, the new Supreme Court nominee. Which, yeah, I think uh, that's why they got it because they were probably in close proximity without uh, masks. So. So I was watching CNN this morning, and one of their guests that they had talking about the debate that's going on, uh, the vice presidential debate. The debate is in, uh, I think it's in an hour and a half. So From today, yeah. This is recorded on uh, October 7th, uh, so an hour and a half we'll be watching it. And we might even record an episode, another episode tonight. So, so, but they they had a guy on that I, I can't remember his name, but he said that the CDC now is talking about how even masks aren't a hundred percent guard against the coronavirus, and how it can be airborne, uh, live airborne for a period of time. They don't know whether it's you know, minutes or hours or days. I, I, I haven't seen anything on that yet. Uh, but if that's the case, why are we still having a debate with an audience? So that's a question that I have. If it's so contagious and lethal 
And why are we still having um, the vice presidential debate? Yeah, I know they put up a couple barriers between the, the, the candidates, but we still have an audience there. You know, uh, if this thing if this thing can get airborne, and if there's you know any type of ventilation system that's pushing air, that thing could go, and who knows how long it's going to live for. That thing could go a hundred feet, two hundred feet. I don't know. Who's to say it can't? Um, I think for I think we've known for a while that well, nothing's ever going to be a hundred percent effective. But I still believe in wearing masks, and. I think I don't know why we're still. I don't know why they're having audience. I don't. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, I think wearing masks is good. I think we're not. I don't think we should have. They should have an audience because it just increases the risk of everybody there getting uh, the virus. And there, most of the people there are older, so they're at higher risk of not just catching it but passing away from it. Right, I agree with with you know it, it's televised already. Mm-hmm. What do you need an audience for? You know, and this is the other thing. What about when they give a press conference? Uh, the White House gives a press conference to, or or question and answer to the media. Why are we doing that? Why aren't we doing that virtually? Right. I watched a deal uh, the other day where after the press conference, people were taking off their masks, close close proximity uh, to one another. They're part of the media. Well, hey, wait a minute. You know, we need to shut that down if this thing is so contagious and deadly and easily transmitted. And now uh, CDC is saying that it's it could be transmitted uh, uh, through the air. Well, we need to take a step back and, hey, we're not going to do the White House uh, press briefings and all that stuff. We'll do them virtually. Yeah, I think if they're... And I haven't seen that, but if... If that's actually going on, then they're Ill, very irresponsible. It was one person that I saw. Yeah. Well, yeah. on, on, well, that on person, the TV. They're just on being the irresponsible, and they, sh- they should. If you're, it should be common sense that. It's not just you're not just protecting yourself. You're it's you're protecting somebody else. Well, yeah, and I agree with that. That, uh, we have the technology, right? Obviously, to do it virtually, right? And to do it. Uh, just to live stream it. Mm-hmm. Well, then why aren't we doing that? I, I don't know. You know, they could live stream it straight to, I mean, they, they could, they straight to the, the, the media, right? And they could send their questions uh, ahead of time to the staff. They could review all the questions, say these are the ones we're going to answer, these ones we're not going to answer. Yeah, uh, that's, I don't think that's a great, great thing because that's not how the press conferences go. Well, they don't have to call on you. They don't have to call on you, but if they do call on you, and you don't, and, they, and you, and, and you get, you always get dodgy answers anyhow to something that they don't want to answer. Yeah, but then that, that's a politician for you, right? I yeah, mean, that's but that, what that, doing. That, that's. I think it's better if the White House doesn't choose who gets who gets to ask questions. I mean, who gets what questions they, uh, what questions they like and which questions they don't like. Okay, so I mean, well, then revamp that. Say, okay, well, they can. We're they gonna can, have. I guess they can refuse to answer the question, but it'll be obvious that they don't want to answer the question, and they can be called out for it. But if they choose to just not, if they like get all the questions beforehand, they can just say, "Oh, we didn't have time for that," or something along well, those lines. And that might be true. I mean, you're 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 saying 
Yeah, you know, but it's, it could, it's way more obvious if they call on, if call on somebody and then they just refuse to answer a question. It's way more obvious that they don't just don't want to answer that question and they're avoiding that whole topic. Unlike, we're talking about safety. We're not we're not talking about the the politicians being uh, corrupt yeah, or sideways why, or that, anything. That's why I'm saying that we should. They, it shouldn't be sent. In and it wouldn't point. be forever, right? I mean, this yeah, this wouldn't be forever. This is this we're talking until the virus. You know, we either get a cure or it goes away or our body becomes immune to or it, a whatever. Uh, I mean, that's what I meant, a vaccine. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think, I do think that, uh, I don't think we should, questions should be sent beforehand because if politicians have a, uh, have the ability to uh, vet the questions beforehand, then are we, what are, are we actually getting the true answers or are we just getting the, like the PR answers? Well, that's what, that's what we always get. No, but we you can tell that they're avoiding a question if they well, get, sure. if okay, they get caught off guard. Let's let's move past the not trusting politicians because that's a whole another deal, right? We could go on for days. Probably, we're talking about how do we keep people safe? Yeah, when when the White know. House and the press aren't they're not uh, putting forward a good policy or a good example to keep people safe. Not even, you know, not at all. I mean, you shouldn't be at all even having a press conference if you're concerned seriously about the safety and well-being of the people around you. You should say, no, we'll do it virtually. The the, the debates, they, they, could, they could be done virtually. Gosh, I mean, or just live stream them. You know, they don't have to have an audience. I'm All I'm saying is we do that virtually, but just have it in a way where... But the problem is with that, virtually. Like, what do you mean virtually? Like, well, TV. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. Also, but uh, I don't. I think the media should be like in. They shouldn't send in their questions. Okay, so then you do it to like, like a debate. Yeah. You have a moderator. Uh huh. Okay, I have twenty-five questions that I'm going to read through, and you can give your answer. There won't be. You know any rebuttal or anything like that? This guy's a moder person is a moderator. Okay, here's here's question from CNN. Here's question from Fox. Here's questions from MSNBC. Here's questions from a newspaper or whatever. Yeah. And the moderator, I guess, then the White House or someone would have to go through because they would get a hundred questions or two hundred questions. Go through and see which ones are duplicates. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that, I don't think that that's happened. Okay, then that would be a moderator. No, I I think that. The news, how they usually do it, where they just have all the news people in the room, and they just call on them. They should just be to have do that virtually. Okay, that's fine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, until the internet goes out. Well, well, you always have that problem. Well, but if I'm just saying, I mean, for safety's sake, we got to do something different. Mm-hmm. You know, what about you know? Let's let's go to that political arena. And discuss what we think is going to be the topics of tonight's debate. Yeah, uh, I think that tonight's debate will probably run along the same lines of the the first presidential debate. But not this. But it'll be more. I, I know, think it might be better. It'll be better than the the, the presidential debate because I think uh, it'll actually be. You'll, it'll actually have a debate where people talk back and forth? I don't know. You don't think so? I think it actually... It, if I, if I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking about it, 
I have not actually heard Mike Pence talk that much. Like, over the last four years, I've probably heard him talk once. That's a smart man. I, not, I, not talking a lot. <laughs> yeah, he does. I don't, like, I cannot, if I, like, I can picture Trump and Biden's, Hillary's. I can't. I can't picture his voice. Like I, right. I don't. I, he doesn't. He doesn't do a lot of speaking engagements yeah. that I've seen, or at least that are not televised. What do you think but, is going to be the the main topic of today? Is it going to be the ballots, like mail in ballots? You I know? think. I think actually, what I was about to say is, that I think Kamala Harris, Kamala yeah. Harris, and Mike Pence. It could get chippy. Well, I'm sure it'll get chippy. And I think. Uh, I think. I don't know what her plan is, and I don't know what his plan is, but I think Pence is going to stick to the, the, what Trump's been saying, so he probably will go for ballots. And he'll bring up something like, we're going to do some sort of a affordable health care for all that I think they he, haven't put he even any go forward. for her, her and her take on Biden in the, the primaries mm-hmm. and how she was... Totally tearing him up. Yeah. Totally tearing him up. Yeah. Like at the presidential debate. Maybe mean that. No, at the presidential debate, Trump asked Biden if he was for the Green New Deal. He said no. Uh huh. Kamala was like a co-sponsor of the Green New Deal. So yes, I think. So there's going to be some something going on. See, between... that's why I'm I'm totally dumbfounded by people who say that. Biden's just going to hand the reins over to Harris when they get into, if they get into office. Like she, she's just going to run the show and like. I th- but part of me thinks that that's true. I, I mean, no this, way. This, oh, no I mean, way. No it's, way. It's, it's, I'm going to just. I'm, I I will reserve judgment, but I my my gut tells me that she she has a more powerful presence. Around people or around people, um, but she has no power. She has some power. She's the vice president of the United States of America. What has Mike Pence done in, in the four years he's been? Nothing. Exactly. What did Joe Biden do in his eight years of being vice president? Co-sponsored uh, the national health care program. Who, who else? Who else? Like was a big advocate that. Whose name is on that? Uh, it's not called Biden Care. I'm not sure who was uh, actually it's called the, the main sponsor. <laughs> yes. No. I okay, vice just, presidents yeah. don't have that much power, and I don't think that. I don't think she's gonna be taking over the reins. I don't think they don't see exactly. Well, why do you think Obama didn't bring on Hillary? Because she would have taken over. No. Yes. You're no. Yeah, I'm telling you. No, because he probably would have lost. Uh, I don't know. He might have probably lost. She would have ran her mouth. Pokemon, go to the pool. Like, shut up. <laughs> no. So, no. I, I don't know. And, you know, I just, I've watched Biden speak. And he doesn't, he's not very... He's not very fluid. He's like one of us up on stage talking, right? Yeah, but it, I'm pretty sure that it's not dementia. Well, I don't know what it is. I don't, I'm pretty sure it's a I speech mean, impediment. It, 
Well, not when he was younger. It wasn't a speech impediment. No, it could be, it could be developed. Sure. Over time. Because you know old people? Old people are old. They have things. Wow. What? He's like... You're a hater of old people. He's in his... I, I don't know. So they're going to talk probably about health care, the Green New Deal, probably about voting. Yeah. I think... I do think that... Uh, I don't know if I like either of them completely. I don't think I like any four of the people who are run, or are vice president. We don't and president. we don't know anything about Pence. I have to say that I have I don't know I have, anything about. I know Pence. very little about him, and all I know about him is just bad things. Well, like what? I don't I don't know anything about him. Like he was the what was he the governor of Indiana? I have no idea. I don't I know think, anything I about think, the man. I think he was the governor of Indiana. He had like yeah, they had one of the worst AIDS outbreaks under him because he refused to like about that's the only thing i know about him but that was not i don't know when that was that's the only thing i actually know about him okay so and we have we verified any of that information yeah i've verified that but that's all i know okay so, so i don't he know could have done, like he could have saved like 42 kids from a burning car i wouldn't know probably did in his youth probably why he looks the way he looks he looks like sure see you're, you're just judgy you're just judgy. I yeah. don't know anything about Kamala Harris either, other than she was I like know, a sponsor I, of the Green New Deal. I know that she was attorney general for California. I know she handed Biden uh, his rear end on a plate. In the primaries. primaries. <laughs> like, no. tore him up. And, and that's what I don't get. I don't get. Like, the, you know, they started all out. Like, everybody was going to, you know, br- you know, bring everybody together in the primaries. And then all of a sudden, man, it was like cutthroat city. Like oh, she, yeah. They, 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 that's what happens every primary. They all go for each other's throats. Yeah. And then, then they, and, they, and now they're talking about unity. Where was unity before in the primary? There is no unity. None. There's none. And that, that to me, that leads us to, you know, you know, politicians. You can't trust them. I mean, I was listening to some of the Biden stuff that he was talking about 25, 30 years ago. I'm not going to bring it up now. But, but that's different. That's I, I think that's different because it's been 20 or 30. Do you think you're the same person 20 years ago? I have not changed a whole lot in 25 years. But have you years. changed? Have, have, have you been presented with something new, learned from it, and changed your mind? Sure, but I wasn't like a racist before and not now. He has done things that have negatively affected. No, I, I mean you don't change I don't think that was, drastically. I don't think he was ever a racist. Come on. I think he was. He did bad things that hurt uh, the African American community. Right. I don't think he was racist. Okay. I think, I think he 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 was dumb. Uh, but he's smarter now. Yes. You learn from your mistakes. Oh yeah, yeah. You learn from he's, your mistakes, but you're. Your morals and values, do they change? I don't think he was a racist. I think he was dumb. So you're voting for a dumb guy? I don't vote. (laughs) But if you could, you'd vote for someone that was dumb. Was dumb and learned from it, yes. Instead of was dumb and still is. That's my stance. Well, what's Kamala? She's a genius? Uh, I think she's a pretty smart person. I think she is smart. So she went to Howard University. She's smart. She was uh, 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 an attorney. The Attorney General of California. Yeah. So she's totally... She's 
she's a she's a, I'm pretty sure she's a lawyer. Yes, that's what she's it says. She's a lawyer. She went to Howard. And so how can how can she be a junior senator from California in seventeen, and two years later be nominated for the vice presidency? Because because she's like sharp and she knows what she wants. She goes after it. She's driven. So. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, I think Kamala Harris is an intelligent person. She graduated from a top school. She. Uh, it was the Attorney General of, of the biggest state in the United States, California. Yeah, and so she's really driven. I think she's driven. I think she, when she sees something, she wants to go after it. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's that tell you about Biden? Is he not driven? Well, he's been in office for 47 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he is driven. And I, I think he's... I think he's a smart person, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know how driven he is. I think I'm pretty sure he's driven, and I think he is. And I agree with the things that he's doing. You mean as far as currently? Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think I think he he's a good candidate for president. And okay. I think he's a good candidate for vice president. What do you think? How do you think he's going to handle foreign affairs? Uh, Does he think he's going to have people just deal with it? Or is he going to be involved in it? I think he's going to be involved with it because he's the president of the United States. Right. And so, what? I mean, has there ever been any background of, of him, uh, I don't know, coming with a trade agreement, doing anything that is good for this country in, in the 47 years that he's been in politics? And I don't know. I'm just asking you. And if you don't, don't know, know, we'll look it up. Biden's advocacy for NAFTA and the TPP would suggest that the uh, Washington-driven con- uh, conventional wisdom that he has solid support among union uh, households in the Midwest and elsewhere might be more complicated than the media is currently uh, presenting. NAFTA, North America Free Trade Agreement, What's right? <clears throat> so, Is it a trade agreement between us, Canada, and Mexico? Right. Harmed a small minority in workers in, uh, in industries exposed to trade competition. So what does that mean? So if if you were a worker in the United States before this, mm-hmm. um, you probably made a decent living, whatever that might be, building cars or something. If if you're <coughs> outside and then all of a sudden the NAFTA goes in, uh, Ford goes to Mexico. Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing something out there then they can build that car way cheaper, right? And uh, ship it to the United States without any tariffs or any fees. Free trade agreement. Yeah. Right? So people who are making cars in the United States can't compete with people who are making cars in China or yeah, I, or, I, or, or Mexico or whatever. Now, there's other, there's other things. Look at all the gadgets that we have, right? There's no way we could build a computer for 500 bucks in the United States. Just it, there's no way we couldn't do it, you know. But if you go outside of the United States, where labor is way cheaper, okay, which leads us to why we're living on credit in this country, right? Because we can buy things outside of this country cheaper than we can produce them, so we live on credit because we can we want to buy those things. Yeah, I understand that, but I think since there are 
first and third biggest trading partners, I think it's a good thing. To um, to have a free trade agreement? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're our first and third or first it, should or, or or should we give the companies in this country a some sort of a a, a break on something? Well I don't think I don't Okay. Uh, so that so there, most, so that there most, is an even competition there. Most, I think, uh, the United States should try to keep most manufacturing within North America. I totally concur. I agree. I mean, that is okay. I'm a concrete finisher by trade, hmm. right? So I like to work with my hands. I think that everybody that doesn't go to college, you know, should should you know do something with your hands, right? Hmm. And there's a lot of, right now especially, a tremendous uh, lack in the physical labor force, mm-hmm. right? So all the trades from electrician, plumber, any finishers, any, any type of skilled laborer, they're, we're dying for it, okay? Um, if, if you want to bring work back to the United States or keep work here so people can have a good living you got to give companies some sort of incentive uh monetarily speaking so that they can stay in business and compete with uh, foreign enterprises that can produce goods for half the cost no that that increases our debt to on our country i mean that means that people who are paying taxes are going to be essentially you know supporting businesses in this country now there's another way to look at that. Should we instead of instead of providing incentive monetarily, should we be looking for technological advancements that will help those industries? Um, yeah, I actually I don't know uh, how I don't know how technological like advancements could help those industries like the labor forces okay but yeah i i think that staying within not try, not going overseas and staying within the United okay States. the only other option you have are some sort of tariff that says you're going to produce a good we're going to buy it but you're you know you're going to pay more for it when it gets here yeah and i'm not a big tariff fan right yeah. because who does it hurt it hurts the consumer, right? Well, I think we should incentivize having... I think it should be... I think it incentivize building here, making things here, incentivizing, supporting businesses inside the United States. Okay. I think, or, d- d- I'm not... I, I, yeah, in the United States mainly, but North America, because I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, trade with... Canada, because there are they are our biggest trader, and they do supply a lot to us. Well, okay, and so we don't tariff Canada, but their dollar is uh, seventy cents to one of ours, something like that. Okay. So it's a third, the value of their dollars a third less than ours. Okay. So how do we, if you're going to compete with a company from Canada, who can produce a good for thirty percent less? And you want to try to produce that good here? How do you do it? It's not going to be 30% less. 
Huh? It's not going to be 30% less. Well, oh, they're going to jack it up to price? What do you mean? If they pay their people, right, the same wage, but in Canadian dollars, it's, it's the not value the of it. Hmm? No, their, their, their wages are way high, are higher than the United States, I think. I and mean, we would be able to purchase more of their goods on the dollar, but if you're going to build that product here, right, uh-huh. and you're, they're going to build that product there, our product is going to be more expensive than their product no, if their it's built the same way. In, in U.S. dollars, I'm pretty sure their wages are higher. Because I think the whole country has a high, like a $15 minimum wage okay. or something like that. There's only how many people live in Canada? Thirty-four million. So I think no, it's I don't know the exact number, but still, I think there are states like uh, there are states that produce things that where it would be cheaper than building it in Canada. Okay. Thirty-seven million. Yeah, thirty-seven million people live in Canada. Yeah, I think I think the whole country has a high minimum wage, where like if it was produced. In like, what's what's the state? Uh, what's the state with a low minimum wage? Like Alabama, Alabama, or something like that. It would be way cheaper. There you go. So let's go with a country that produces goods that we purchase, like Mexico or China or Guatemala or, or well, wherever. Well, we, what do you mean? We, we purchase more from Canada than well, we still produce. We still purchase goods from other countries. Yeah, and I'm for that, right? But if you're if you're going to oh, try to wait, let me if if you're going to try to compete as a small business person in the United States with companies that are overseas, how are you? I mean, the small business is the backbone of America. But right? what are what is how do you what, compete? What small businesses are you talking about? Well, any tech company. Yeah, but any tech company. We have the um, let's let's go any 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 company that manufactures goods like small engines or like. Well, in our industry, let's talk about uh, a troweling machine, right? Or, you know, let's go with something, you know, other th- parts for it. They're all produced elsewhere. Because in order to produce, produce them here, it would cost more. Well, as a business owner, I have to look at my bottom line. So I'm going to go, hey, if I'm going to get a bolt or I'm going to get a bolt from here, I'm going to get the cheapest bolt I can get because I'm going to buy 50 million of them. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is uh, we have the biggest tech companies in the United States, mm-hmm. in the world. And we incentivize them. But they use labor from overseas. Right. And they ship. So I think, yeah, I don't, I don't know how. But again, that's how you get a $500 computer. Yeah, but how do, you, how do you change that? So where the only way you're going to change that is... The price is going to go up. Right. But nobody wants to pay more money for a computer. And nobody wants to pay more money for a computer, but then we all complain about something being made. That's right. And so it's an oxymoron. Yeah. There's no... There is a way, but you're going you're to end up paying more. Okay. But unless you improve technology so that, you, again, now you're not going to employ as many people because technology is going yeah, to take over have, a person's job. Yeah, but they're going to have a lot of people... Unemployment. They're not employed in this country. Right, and they'll have to go into, what, the labor force and work with their hands. Boy, that would suck. Yeah, but not, you can't just say, oh, well, I guess you're going to have to go get a new job. Go get a shovel, start digging. First off, 
people, not everybody is going to do that. I know. And why should why should you have to be forced to go into a new job? Well, because if you want to build here, build build back and build back better. So back on the topic of the debate, uh, I think it's going to be very interesting on how uh, on how the vice presidents are going to be involved, and because I don't think I don't think we usually have a vice president debate. So I think it's going to be very interesting to get to actually know the vice president. Like we said before, we really don't know Mike Pence. So I think it's going to be interesting to actually understand his views on things. Which I, I think they'll both pretty much align with their running mate. Right, well they should, because that's why that they're the running mate. Well, I don't know. Is Is it better to have a running mate who doesn't always agree with you? Because when was the last time a running uh, two running mates were in the same political party? Has that ever happened? I have no idea. I, I don't know. Is that, maybe that maybe that'd be an idea. Pick someone from the opposite party. I don't know. I don't think that would Trump ever work. Trump and Biden. Trump and Biden. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know. You know what? Ha- I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I think I think that'd be an interesting thing. To have uh, someone uh, someone who. Maybe he doesn't agree with you on everything. No, I think you need to have someone that's going to push your agenda for you. Maybe that's just the political side of you coming out. I uh, think. Uh, I yeah, because I'm really political. I don't think. I don't think. I don't know. Is it better to have someone who's just going to push your political agenda, or is it going to challenge you on a topic? No, because it's not. You can't have two bulls in the same ring. Yeah, you can. No, they they'll fight. Exactly. Yeah, we don't want to fight. We don't want that. I don't um, know. If I ever become president, I'll pick someone from another party. What's that? If I ever become a politician, I'll pick someone from another party. You won't. Yeah, I would. No, you won't. Yeah, I would. They won't let you. Who's going to stop me? Yeah, whoever. If, if I become the nominee, they can, they can, you know what? If I ever become the nominee, I can, I will choose someone from the opposite party. Choose that, li- maybe, maybe they choose a libertarian. <laughs> a libertarian. I'd be good. So what are you looking at right now? I'm just looking at stuff that Kamala Harris has co-sponsored. Oh, here we go. COVID-19 Whistleblower Protection Act. So, you know, me, I have... I'm a big fan of wearing masks, mm-hmm. right? All my guys wear masks. I wear masks. I mean, pouring concrete wearing a mask sucks, but we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell you how many times I go to the job... And our ready mix provider drivers aren't wearing masks. Pump drivers, they're okay, they're better, but you know some of them don't wear masks. Huh? Snitching. Snitching. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of people don't wear masks. You know. I and just think I think I'm pretty sure I I mean I don't even think that's a bad thing. Well, I don't think it's a bad thing unless I don't think it's going to protect anyone either. So it might not be a bad thing unless somebody's abusing it, like as a weapon, right? How Saying, you, how, how? okay, well they, they get out of they get out their camera, uh-huh. and they take take a picture of whomever, say 
they don't have a wash station, they don't have whatever. Maybe they're in transit or maybe they're, they're whatever. But they're, they're catching them right in the middle of an act. Uh-huh. And it looks like they don't have it or they're not there. You know, maybe they don't have their face mask on or whatever. Yeah, but I don't th- it's not, it's not, I don't think it's like an attack. I think it's preventing them from getting in trouble for. Right, but what if they're doing it with malicious intent? Well, it's pretty easy to tell. Well, I don't know. What do you mean? I mean, I don't know. Let's say you have. Well, it's pretty uh, easy to prove if, 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 you're in, if you're a government official what you were actually doing. Hey, I was there working, and this this guy doesn't have this wash station, or this guy doesn't have, uh, yeah, you know, they, a, why, a mask why, why on, they? right? But maybe maybe he was just coming out of the bathroom, and you clicked him. He didn't have his mask on. You take your mask off when you. Some go guys to go to the bathroom and smoke. I don't know. Hey, what I don't judge. Don't judge. Don't judge. I first off, I don't think they're allowed to smoke inside well, they do. government buildings. I'm talking about bathroom. I don't think they're allowed to do it inside the building. Well, I don't know. Just saying. This is in the 1950s. Some people do things. Hey, I'm just saying that there are ways that, you know, the system can be abused.